0: quietworks.com license number 30185
1: the following programs views claims or representations may not reflect those of am 1420 the answer or Salem media group
2: on our giveaways during this broadcast are the responsibilities of the host and or producers of the program conducting a contest all programs are subject to contesting giveaway rules and responsibilities mandated both by the fcc and by am 1420 the answer
3: Good morning, everybody. How do you do? Welcome to the Irish program on WHK. Our program is brought to you by Chambers Funeral Home, Gandalf's Pub and the Restaurant of Valley City, Golf Tank Choice Buick GMC, O'Neill Healthcare, PJ McIntyre's Irish Pub, Terry Coyne of Newmark Frank and uh, Newmark Knight and Frank, and Western Reserve Insurance Group. All these folks bringing you the Irish show this morning on WHK AM 1420. Stay with us now. We're here for two solid hours of Irish music. Tell you what's going on in the Irish community. All the news from around town. Don't go away. So there you are, you two guys. Good morning, Jerry. My my golfing partner, how do you do? do, Good.
4: (laughs) I got to see the picture of us at... Firestone. Oh, oh, I can't get Facebook. I can't get. I, can't get a really nice I can't get Well, you know
3: guys. what though? It's really hard when the sun is shining so so yeah. so bright. It's really hard to get a, a real good picture. You got to get real close. But when you get real close, then you eliminate a lot of the golf course in the yeah. background. But it was a nice day, Eddie. I really it was enjoyed gorgeous, it. Yeah. We, we had two great partners, the Bolan brothers. We did. Uh, Jim and Jake. And uh, the, the food was wonderful. And our Colleen did a wonderful job. She really did. Oh, what, a, what a worker.
4: What a fantastic. worker. Fantastic. It, it was a great bit of fun, and I enjoyed every... First time I've ever played there. Yeah, yeah. It was
3: great. And Fire's, I got a souvenir Firestone. from it.
4: Yes. <laughs> hey, you got the, I, did you get that free? That no, souvenir? I went down and paid for it. How much was it? Uh, it was about $20, something like that. No. Yeah. What
3: are you talking about? I, I, he, paid, I have, he paid $20 for a quarter. <laughs>
4: no it was it's a big medallion you put on your bag and it has my name inscribed on it so I you know I, I loved it uh, but I had a great time
3: but Eddie uh, I just want to mention right away uh, of uh, the sad passing of the oldest brother Patrick of the carr family the carr family is so well known around Cleveland seven brothers and and of course their mom and dad were so connected to the Irish community Frank and uh, Nora and, and Nori Carr and uh, Patrick's dad, Frank, he died the exact same age. Yep. about fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. My goodness. So it was a. It's just. A it was an incredible. I was. I was at, at the mass, mass
4: and yeah, it, it, it for the family, for his his wife and his children. I mean, they gave an a, a, it, one of the sons gave an emotional speech there, but it was it, it was really something. All of his six brothers: Kevin, Sean, Brian. Brendan, Michael, and and Seamus and Colum, were the pallbearers, and and what I mean, Nora and and Frank would have been so proud of that family. It, oh, yeah. St. Coleman's Church was packed. I mean, every aisle was taken. Standing room only. We, you, we couldn't even get a seat mm-hmm. in there. Uh, but it was it it was wonderful. Uh, but, um, Father Mahoney was also there. Too, which he normally is, but I mean, what uh, what well, a symbol of you know Father to Mahoney their family, the
3: huh? Father Mahoney didn't play. The no, pipes, he did though. not. No,
4: uh, but there was you know, the, I mean Frank and, and Nora would have been so proud of their kids. Yeah. I mean, it was just a, a lovely, lovely affair, a great, and what a way to send the the oldest wonderful brother. Wonderful they were Irish, oh yes,
3: American family. Uh, so our sympathy, be. our sympathy to all the car the Carr brothers and all their uh, all their families the respective families from all of us here at the uh, Irish program and this is the kind of thing that's important to us to be able to announce a, um, yeah. a death a death in our community uh, death a wedding uh, funeral whatever whatever it is that's one of the things we like to do here and we want people to tell us sometimes we miss them. So, uh, uh, well it actually wasn't in the, the paper people. yeah most of us don't even read the paper I don't even get the plane dealer anymore I go mm-hmm. to com. yeah um, and I look at it but sometimes I miss it but again that's one of the uh, the services that we as community radio try to provide to the community later on in the program today we're going to have Marilyn Madigan from the yes. La- ancient order of uh, the ladies ancient order of hibernians and uh, we had Danny O'Connell, the national president, a couple of weeks ago. It's great having Danny. Hope he comes back again. Uh, so Marilyn will be in in the second half of the program today. I think she's coming in about 11 o'clock. Is that right, JC? Yeah, Marilyn is the uh, n- new uh, lady's national vice president. She, she's the vice president. Vice president, oh, yeah. Next next job will be president. Yeah, she oh, will. Oh, yeah. And, and rightly so. Too. She do. Uh Listen, uh it's presidential uh, year, and I got lots of presidential trivia going on today. Do you guys, any of you guys know what president served two non consecutive terms as president? In other words, li- ni- not four years and four years, non consecutive.
5: Grover. <laughs>
3: Did you see Grover? That? Grover from <laughs> Sesame Street? <laughs> I, kno- no. I know no. the answer, but I forgot it. <laughs> yeah, Grover Cleveland, you're right, yes. man. The, the years he. <laughs> He served us from 1885 to 1889, and then he skipped a term, and he was there from 1893
4: to 1897. Hey, all you have to do is read
3: the book. It's in there, Yeah. Who was the first president born a United States citizen?
4: Woodrow uh-huh, Wilson. I knew hmm? those trick no.
3: questions would get you guys.
4: Uh, Woodrow
3: Wilson. No. no. Hey Bill no. Nope. No. I will tell you. It was Martin Van Buren from 1837 to 41 our eighth yeah. president. He entered the earthly stage on December the 5th 1782 making him the first president born after the declaration of independence was signed. Now eight presidents were born before 1776 as British Subjects. It was George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson, and after Van Buren, William Henry Harrison. To put it another way, seven of our first eight presidents were not born in the United States. They were born in the American colonies. How about that? Who was the first president to be impeached? Jackson. Person. No. Who would you say it was? Who did you say? Jan- Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. No, you mean Johnson. 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 From, uh, Johnson. T- t- Johnson. And Andrew Johnson. Yeah. There were two of them, and Bill Clinton, were tried under the articles of impeachment. Both were acquitted, Johnson, by a single vote in the Senate, but still, they were both impeached. A lot of people say Richard Nixon. Not true. No, he was not. He was not impeached. He resigned before he was. Yes, um. let's see uh, let me ask you another one here you guys you're so expertise who was the first president to appear on a postage stamp Johnson Washington Johnson Watch, Washington you're right Eddie you got that one July the 1st 1847 he appeared on the 10 cent stamps Um. let's see There were six times in American history when no former president was alive. Who was the first president to serve during the years, the years when no former president was alive?
4: (laughs) Uh, Don't look at me. Was uh, it Johnson? Johnson.
3: Oh, you guys are stuck on Johnson. What's <laughs> no, going on here? I don't know. No, that's it. this, no, this it, is a trick question. It was, question. It, was it, really, it was George the assass- Washington.
4: George Washington. Okay. It wasn't. Uh, uh, all right. Here's Colleen. All right, one she more.
3: Is. Who was the first vice president to become president? Now, I didn't know that. Without looking at it, I didn't know it. Madison? Debbie Johnson? Lincoln, John Adams.
6: John Adams. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: John, uh, he succeeded George Washington as president. Okay. One more. Who was the first U.S. congressman to become a president?
6: That was Kennedy, wasn't it?
3: No. No.
6: Oh, he was a senator. Um, Jefferson.
3: Yeah. No, you were right the first time. James Madison. Oh, Madison. Okay. Madison. Before he became our fourth president, he was the youngest member of the Continental Congress. Congress. Okay. All right, it's ten uh, we'll, thirteen. We'll have more trivia as the program goes on. We have uh, Mar- like Marilyn, I was going to say Marilyn Madison, no. Marilyn Madigan <laughs> okay. Ma- is coming in at 11 o'clock. And uh, we're gonna continue on with uh, playing our flag, our ragged old flag at the beginning of the program for the foreseeable future. Here's Johnny Cash. If you haven't um, heard this before, it was written in 1975 by the great songwriter and performer, John Cash.
7: I walked through a county courthouse square on a park bench, an old man was sitting there. I said, "The old courthouse is kinda run down, he said no it'll do for our little town i said your old flag pole has leaned a little bit and that's a ragged old flag you got hanging on it he said have a seat and i sat down is this the first time you've been to our little town i said i think it is he said i don't like to brag but we're kind of proud of that ragged old flag you see, we got a little hole in that flag there when Washington took it across the Delaware. And it got powder burned the night that Francis Scott Key sat watching it right and say can you see? And it got a bad rip in New Orleans, with Packenham and Jackson tugging at its it seams. And it almost fell at the Alamo. Beside, Beside the, the Texas, Texas flag but she, but she waved on though She got, got cut with a sword a At Chancellorsville, Chancellorsville And she got, got cut again At Shiloh Hill. Shiloh Hill There was Robert E. Lee Beauregard and Bragg And the south wind blew hard On that ragged old flag On Flanders Field In World War One, She got a big hole From a berth of gun She turned blood red in World War II. She hung limp and low a time or two. She was in Korea, Vietnam. She went where she was sent by her Uncle Sam. She waved from our ships upon the briny foam, and now they've about quit waving back here at home. In her own good land here, she's been abused. She's been burned, dishonored, denied, and refused. And the government for which she stands is scandalized throughout the land. And she's getting threadbare, and she's wearing thin, but she's in good shape for the shape she's in. Cause she's been through the fire before. And I believe she can take a whole lot more. So we raise her up every morning. We take her down every night. We don't let her touch the ground, and we fold her upright. On second thought, I do like to brag, because I'm mighty proud of that ragged old clap.
3: By the way, Johnny Cash was a frequent visitor to Ireland, and on one of his trips to Ireland, he wrote the song Forty Shades of Green. We won't play that now. We're going to go traditional. Here's a piece called The Man in the Bog by a group from County Sligo called The Border Collies. they are, the Border Collies on the Irish show on WHK, AM 1420. Here's Ken McDonald. He is with the Mary Plowboys, but he has a, an album that he recorded himself, and here's one of the songs from it called When the Ship Comes In. By the way, did you, if you're watching the President's um, acceptance speech the other night, the conclusion of it, the person that sang the Ave Maria at the end was a, was a fella named Christopher Macchio. Now, Christopher Macchio was at the Eastside Irish American Club last December with the Andy Cooney Band for the concert. I posted some of his stuff on uh, Facebook then, and it's still up there. What a great singer. What a great, wonderful Italian-American tenor. He, I think he's going to be back next Christmas also. I think they're going to book that concert again. So watch out for it. We're going to try and pay something from that album of his before the end of the program. I don't have... I don't have him singing Ave Maria, but I got some of the other great classics like Nessun Dorma, the the Dané Mobile, and uh, Guardian Angels. That's on there. I'll play one of those before the end of the program. Meantime, here's Ken McDonald.
0: Old time. When the winds will stop, the breeze will cease to be breathing. Like the stillness in the wind before the hurricane begins, the hour and the ship comes in. And the sea will split, and the ships will hit. The sands and the shoreline will be shaken. And the tide will sound and the waves will pound. The morning will be breaking. All oh, the fishes will laugh as they swim out of the path. The seagulls they'll be a smiling, and the rocks on the sand will proudly stand. The hour that the ship comes in And the words that are used For to get the ship confused Will not be understood as they're spoken And the chains of the sea Will have busted in the night And be buried on the bottom of the ocean boat drifts onto the shoreline And the sun will respect every face on deck The hour and the ship comes in And the sands will roll now the carpet of gold For your weary toes to be a-touching And the ship's wise men will remind you once again that the whole wide world is watching. The foes will rise with the sleep still in their eyes. They'll jerk from the beds and think they're dreaming. And they'll pinch themselves and squeal when they know that it's real. The hour that the ship comes in. And they raise their hands. Sing so will meet all your demands That shout from the bow Your days are numbered And like Pharaoh's tribe They'll be drowned in the tide Like a lion, They'll be called
3: Name is Ken McDonald here on the Irish show on WHK. He's with the Mary Plowboys most of the time at 10:24 here on the Irish program on WHK. And our phone number is two one six nine zero one zero nine four five, or you can email us at quinirishradio at yahoo It's a beautiful day here in Cleveland, about seventy three degrees right now, and it's going to to sixty overnight. I uh, hope everybody got through the storm already. Uh, I did. My flowers didn't get beat up too bad. The rain was really heavy. I thought in the middle of the night, I heard that rain pounding, and I said, oh, my flowers are going to be all destroyed. Gotcha. But they were tough. That fertilizer and that merrier grow, it <laughs> did its job. Well, okay, Eddie. The only
4: thing it did for on. me is I got to go out and mow the lawn tomorrow. Um, so ah, well, it's all right. Don't about, worry time. about it's fall the leaves will start coming down but anyways bridgie conway called in she's got she has manis at home now with her and she's taking good care of them so they're in good shape and she wanted to send her sympathy to all the carr family uh and you know uh her condolences uh, to all the brothers in it so uh which was it was a wonderful send-off uh you know yes. and nora and Frank would have been very happy to, you know, what their kids did. Yeah. Also, uh, my nephew, uh, Dermot Hernan, and his wife Evelyn are listening over there in Dublin, and they're they're sitting there, and they see everybody's still locked down. and they. What th- did
3: they say about the football final this year? Is there going to be any football? Of course, Dublin thinks they're going to win everything anyway.
4: Well, it's going to be forfeited to them. <laughs> That's a, you know, you uh, know this, year, this year, this year, Mayo
3: know. is going to win that.
4: Well, <laughs> <laughs> one of these years, when the curse goes away. Well, anyways, no. Is that guy
3: still alive?
4: Are uh, he still alive? He is. Oh, the poor guy. I, I him.
3: He's 90, to, uh, he, Somebody said he's 98. It. Somebody
4: was supposed oh. to go out and kill him. but stop uh, No, <laughs> stop don't talk it. like I that. Know, <laughs> I know. I didn't say For that. For those of you that me. are
3: listening that do not know what we are talking the about, when Mayo. Mayo won the final the last time back in 1952, they were celebrating in the town of Castlebar, and there was a parade. So the parade started, and there was a, um, there was a funeral in the town. The same, yes. the same day, and uh, the widow got really upset because
4: they busted the up the, the, the break, funeral. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. They didn't, they didn't uh, stop for the uh, for the procession for the funeral. funeral. And she says, as That's long it. as anyone of that team is alive, Mayo will never win a football final again. And That's I was uh, I was telling that to Paul Dolan of the Cleveland Indians because that was the last mm. time that I think they won. Was that
6: yeah, when forty-seven or forty-nine? They it? won. Yeah.
3: They uh, uh, won the uh, championship. 48. So anyway, there is one member of the team still alive since 1952, and by golly, they're protecting that. That his family is protecting that man. They won't He's let him go outside the they're door. they're all quarantined. No, anyway. Yes. But uh,
4: anyways, I, uh, Evelyn's father, uh, Mel is uh they wish him a speedy recovery. He's in Blanchardstown Hospital and we'll hope to get him out of the hospital and, and home That's soon. Okay. Okay.
6: Right. Very good. Jerry, did you say yeah. a couple weeks ago something about our friend Dan Coglin? I saw his Danny yesterday. had what a happened? heart attack. Uh, oh. He had
3: heart surgery okay. and he's doing great. Yeah,
6: well, I think he was on Friday night football, wasn't he? Yeah, he I said he,
3: he said he was going he The okay. well, last time I talked to him a couple weeks ago, he said that they were checking that to see. Okay. Was he on?
6: Well, I didn't watch it, but yesterday we were at a family little get-together. Charlie turned two, two, and uh, her father's uncle is related to Dan Coghlan. So yes. the Coglins from Parma over here. So anyway.
3: I but told him when I yeah. talked to him a couple of weeks ago, okay. I said, Dan, when you're up to it, load your trunk up with books, books and that come that on out here to over. the station. With some. We we'll does. have a <laughs> car trunk <laughs> sale.
6: Right, right, excellent. Thank yeah, good. very
3: good. Meanwhile, let's get back to the music. Here's Sharon Shannon, and it's called The Monster Hop. That was Sharon Shannon here on the Irish Show. 1031, you can give us a call at 216 We'd love to hear from you or you can email us at quinirishradio at yahoo.com. You rem- may remember, by the way, Marilyn Madigan will be coming up at the top of the hour. We're going to talk about the Ladies' Ancient Order of Fibernians, which is very active in the Cleveland area. And I'm sure you know a lot of the members of that organization. Uh, coming up next, we have a group called Arcady, which at one time was um, uh, Francis Black was the main singer in that group. Now, Francis, of course, has gone on and become a senator, so she's not, a, I, I think, uh, almost certain, this group has been disbanded. Wonderful, uh, I saw him in Milwaukee years ago. Here it is, it's called The Battering Ram. It, actually, this was Tom McCafferty's favorite piece of music. <laughs> Here they are, Arcady, or what used to be Arcady many years ago. It is 1037 here on The Irish Show on WHK AM 1420. When you think of buying, selling, or leasing real estate, I want you to think of one name, and that's Terry Coyne.
8: It's a big deal to go out and expand your
4: business, contract your business, relocate, even renew with your existing landlord. We wake up every day and help people find new office space, new industrial space, retail, land, investment sales. In a sense, I manage people's money. It just happens to be hard assets. In our business, information is everything. If you need someone who's got deep experience, knows the market, has a good team, has a track record, we're booming. It's never been better. For more information, go to TerryCoin.com.
9: The best European-style pub is nearby at
10: Gandalf's in Valley City. Whether you're in for brunch, lunch, or dinner, the chef's inspired menu will cast a spell of deliciousness, keeping you coming back for more. Plus, live entertainment, a large craft beer selection, and great service make Gandalf's Pub one of the area's liveliest gathering spots. For great food and fun, it's Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant, Trio Tree in Valley City.
3: That's right. Make sure you stop out and see our good friends, the um, the Lackeys, uh, Sean and Michelle. They own Gandalf's. So stop in there; they'd love to see you.
8: When locating the right care for your elderly mom or dad, look no further. O'Neill Healthcare has been providing outstanding elder care on Cleveland's west side for more than fifty years. Whether needing assisted living, memory support, independent living, skilled nursing, hospice care dialysis or rehabilitative therapies, we are here for you. Our team of physicians, nurses, and therapists deliver personalized care with compassion and quality at the forefront. You have peace of mind knowing they are with extraordinary people who provide exceptional care. O'Neill Healthcare is always improving the care of older adults and is the trusted choice for your loved ones. For more information about O'Neill Healthcare, or to schedule a tour at one of our five facilities, please contact us at 440-808-5500 or visit us online at O'NeillHC.com.
3: That's right, folks. When you think of healthcare, I want you to think of O'Neill Healthcare at 1039 here on The Irish Show on WHK AM 1420.
8: Improve your golf game with golf tech. Take the next step to a better game with equipment and custom fitting with the latest technology. Golf tech has six area locations. Your golf game goes further with golf tech. Visit one of Northeast Ohio's golf tech locations or go to golftech.com. Golf tech proven path to proven results.
3: That's right. Whether you are a seasoned golfer or just a beginner, believe me, you will reap the benefits of those lessons at golf tech. So make sure. You get to golf tech.
6: Top of the morning. Western Reserve Group has proudly served Ohio for over 100 years.
0: Their mission has been to provide families with quality
6: insurance protection for their home, auto, business, and farm. For more information about Western Reserve Group, contact your local Western Reserve Group independent insurance agent or go to their website at www.wrg-ins.com to find an agent
1: near you
3: that's right for all your insurance needs make sure you remember the name Western Reserve Insurance
1: hi I'm Mike Joyce from Joyce Buick GMC inviting you to visit our dealership for a new Buick or GMC Joyce has a great selection of new Buicks and GMCs in stock and we're offering you the best in pricing and customer care Come see why Buick is the fastest-growing car manufacturer in the U.S. Joyce Buick GMC, serving you for over 45 years.
3: You should go to Joyce Buick GMC if you are considering buying new, buy either a new or a used car or a new or a used truck. There's no better place to go. Kevin and Mike and Sean Joyce, they're on the premises every day, and it's not every day you can meet the owner's of these uh, great car dealership like Joyce. They've been a longtime sponsor of this radio program and want to thank them for that. So I'd like you to stop and visit them at their showroom at 380-39 Chester Road right off I-90 in Avon or you can call them on the phone at 440-934-6600 or you can go to your computer and see the complete stock at drivejoyce.com. That's drivejoyce.com. And the complete selection of new and used cars are at Joyce Buick. Take a look at the Envision, the Buick Envision. It's new. It just came out this past year. The Enclave, uh, the the Regal, and, of course, the full lineup of GMC. The Terrain, the Acadia, the the Sierra, and the Yukons. Great lineup of cars and trucks at Joyce Buick GMC. Once again, the the, uh, website is drivejoyce.com.
4: All right, Eddie. And for those of you who want to meet Seamus Cooney, you're oh, going to have forgot. to wait until you're going to have to wait until winter break <laughs> right. before Seamus right. gets back. Where is he? He's down in West Virginia.
3: Is he selling cars for Joyce nope, down there? not.
4: Well, he's probably working on it down there. That's good. But anyways, we got. I got a big congratulations going out to Peter Riley who tied for first place at the Eastside Irish American Club golf outing, which we were at.
3: Did he?
4: I We, got did, a we didn't come close, did we? we? No,
3: I got closer to the pin, though.
4: I know you did. I won the big prize. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. 20 $25,000. Wow. <laughs> That's it. And that was, uh, f- to Peter, that was from your favorite cousin, Bridie, <coughs> also known as the Queen of Westport. Now, wait a <laughs> minute. There's a lot <laughs> of people are going to contest that. I know.
3: You're starting <laughs> trouble here.
4: I know. I always do. But anyways, our good buddy Tommy called in, and he wanted to say hi to everybody.
3: Hi, Tommy. Hope you're doing well. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Here's a reel for all of you to dance to. It's called Joe Duran's reel, and it's by the, probably the um, the great icons of Irish traditional music, Did And Did was the jumping-off point for most of the great Irish lady singers you hear of today, such as Mary Black, Eleanor Shanley, Dolores Kane, just to name a few. They all started with did that and then went on to bigger and better things. So here they are they are the greatest. The then here on the Irish show on WHK AM 1420. We had another sad death in the community this past week, and it was Patrick Chambers. Now, I didn't know Patrick, but I did know his grandfather, Big Mike Chambers, knew Big Mike very well. We were talking here with uh, with Marilyn and Colleen and JC and Eddie. And we uh, everybody, all of us would be, that Big Mike would be our generation. And then Big Mike's son, Marilyn, was, uh, who? what was his Frank. name? Frank. Frank, he died a few years ago, but Patrick died this past week, and he was only 35. Correct,
6: correct. So prayers and thoughts to the Chambers and um, and, and Williams family on the passing of young uh, PJ mm-hmm. uh, Patrick uh, Joseph Chambers. And um, it says here that uh, contributions can be made to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Soci- Society uh but uh the chambers family there in west park um you know big mike is the father the mother was bridget burke and uh just um anyway a wonderful family and very sad when someone this young you know when uh, pat carr you know passing away and again everyone you know your generation everyone's you know not not uh this isn't new to anyone but it is it is yep. shocking now yeah. when, when the um, 35 years yes, old, oh yeah, my goodness. people pass. So, for your <coughs> families, we're so, so sorry. And I did get an email too from our good friend Pat Lavelle, and Pat said, please keep the Kilbane and Lethel families in your prayers. The gates of heaven were open today for our Lord to welcome Laura Lee Kilbane home. And she had a beautiful prayer here, but Laura Lee Kilbane. Uh, was 68 years old, a beloved wife of 43 years of Sean and mother of Devin and Aaron and Sarah Kilbane aboard uh, and a grandmother. And it's going to be live streamed tomorrow from St. Joseph Church, which is in Avon Lake. There's no wake or anything like that. But, um, so it's, uh, but um, Mara Leffel, um, Sporty Kilbane, those are all um, family members and uh, again, our prayers and thoughts are with all of you during those, these very tragic times uh, when people are being called home to, to their homes. So faith and prayers to all of you. Um, I did want to say on a a change of note, Patrick Campbell and uh, Rebecca Campbell today at PJ McIntyre's is welcoming out uh, people for an open house. From 1 o'clock to 2.30, you can go out there to 17119 Lorraine Avenue, and that's PJ McIntyre's Irish Pub. You can go out to go and hear about the Brady Campbell Irish uh, Step Dancing School Uh, We're excited to teach your children Irish step dancing and form a bond and friends for life while keeping the Irish culture and tradition alive. So today, August uh, 30th from 1 to 2.30, they'll go over registration, the fees, the class information, and any general questions you may have about that. But Rebecca and Patrick are uh, looking forward to meet all of you and then grab uh, a delicious lunch. You can have an all-day Irish breakfast. You could have a delicious salad. And it's a great place uh, to go to for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. So that's today for the Brady Campbell Irish Dance School.
4: And I got a happy birthday here, too. Happy birthday to a good, good friend, Bobby Masterson, the uh, the, the dance teacher, taught my daughter all the, the, the steps. I don't believe he's in, in the business anymore, but uh, this diddy. is from the 830 Mass crowd At St. Pat's.
3: The reason you're called Twinkle Toes is because Because of of (laughs) Bobby Masterson teaching you You had to to tell that
4: to everybody, (laughs) didn't you?
3: (laughs) Happy birthday also to uh, Pat O'Malley, my friend. I went to Ireland with him and with Martin Hoke. He taught you to dance too, didn't he?
4: Hey, and you didn't get the name <laughs> Twinkle Toes, either.
3: You didn't get Twinkle Toes. <laughs> I almost went to dance with uh, Bobby, <laughs> but uh, I met well. Karen. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, funny thing, I want to tell you this. you will get to kick it out of this, I think. I, was, uh, I almost thumbed through some past correspondence I got, and I came across this letter. that was written to me back in 1991. And the reason it, ca- it came up, I was going to play the song Maggie. And... Um, I got this letter from this lady, and it says, I listen to your program every Sunday as I drive to Mass. It's in Malachy's. Last Sunday you referred to When You and I Were Maggie as an Irish classic. She says, here now, none of that. Ireland has produced enough wonderful music that it doesn't need to claim it all. (laughs) The music, I understand, was written by James Austin Butterfield, and the lyrics are from the poem by George W. Johnson. Who at one time wrote for the Plain Dealer, and um, uh, this lady says, "I grew up in Hamilton, Ontario, at the foot of that very hill. He wandered to watch the scene below. Maggie was Maggie Clark of Hamilton, and my late uncle Father Thomas P. Brennan was quite delighted to have his in his parish the historical sites that now marks our home." And that came from Mary Engler. Now, Mary Englert was on the board of the Irish American Archives with me back in back in those days. I know her well. She's a wonderful lady. She died a few years ago. But she also wrote every week a column for the Universe Bulletin. Do you remember that paper? Yeah. So I thought I'd refer to that. Anyway, Maggie Clark did, uh, Maggie and her husband, ended up working for the plane dealer here in Cleveland. He became an editor at the plane dealer. Then she got sick. Went back to Canada and she died. She was only 21 when she died. Mm-hmm. But a funny thing about it is he met her because he was her school teacher in Canada, a high school teacher, and she was a 16-year-old student. They started dating, they got married, and uh, in th- you know when you think of that, could that happen today? The p- teacher would be in jail oh, probably. Yes, Jerry, oh, but anyway, it's a beautiful it's song. And it is one of the most romantic Irish, I, I, here I go again and say, Mary is watching on me, saying it's not an Irish song, it's actually Canadian. But it's a great story, pure romance, the kind of song that JC just loves. He loves I romance, yeah. Yes. So here's his. And it's, uh, it's gonna be sung by probably one of the best singers in the world today, and that's our good friend, James Kilbane. Here's James to sing Maggie.
10: Maggie, as dated as songs that we've sung, but to me, you're as fair.
3: that is James Kilbane singing Maggie, of course. Wonder, wonderful, wonderful. And by the way, that album of James's. is uh, the first time. You know how you, you get a, a CD and you um, play a song, There's one song, you like it. And that's what I did with this album for the last three years. But yesterday I had one full hour of time to spare. I rarely have that because I'm, Marilyn, you may not know this, but I'm weeding flowers and chasing weeds (laughs) and and chasing um, squirrels and chipmunks (laughs) all over the place. But anyway, I took a whole hour yesterday. I sat on my deck. I put the outside speakers on, and I listened to this whole album all the way through, and I thought to myself, this is probably one of the best Irish classic albums you'll ever get. It's sentimental. It's pure classic, and James is the perfect person to sing it. If you get a chance, pick it up. James Kilbane's Songs of Ireland. I'm recommending it now four years after (laughs) after he came out with the album. What the hell have I been doing? I'm sure if he's listening now he's saying, what the how come it took you so long to say this? But it is. It's just wonderful, very relaxing. You can read your book. You can eat a sandwich. You can drink a beer while you listen while you listen to this album. It's wonderful. 10:59 here on the Irish Show on WHK, bringing us up to the top of the hour. Here's a, a fella named Eamon Coyne and Chris Trevor. Bring us up to the top of the hour.
4: Okay, Cleveland.
3: Here you are at uh, three minutes past the hour of 11 o'clock here on the Irish Show on WHK. Eddie is uh, standing by the phone at two one six nine zero one zero nine four five, And Colleen is by the computer at Quinn Irish Radio at yahoo.com. I talk, I'm going to talk to Marilyn, Marilyn and Madigan in just a minute. But first, we've got to talk about our trip to Ireland. I know it seems like a long way off, the 16th of June, 2021. It is. But at the same time, we need to start planning now. So we are we are planning and actually we have we have gotten deposits in already for this trip. Um, it is uh, it's going to be leaving Cleveland on June the 16th. We're going to arrive in Dublin. Uh, then we're going to go from Dublin to Belfast. We'll, the first day we kind of take it easy and we, we will stop along the way at the Boyne Valley at the Boyne Valley Visitor Center and if if, New Grange is available if you can get in. There's a lot of ifs about that, but we have tentatively booked it, but that doesn't mean that for sure it will happen. But it is on the agenda right now. And we get to Belfast and then we'll check into the Grand Central Hotel. We're going to spend two nights there, but we're going to visit the Giant's Causeway, Dunluce Castle. Uh, two nights at that hotel, and then it's on to Donegal, and we're going to be staying in the Central Hotel in Donegal, which is right on the Diamond, where I've stayed many times at the Central. I know it well. It's a lovely hotel, and it's smack right in the middle of the town of Donegal. We're going to journey on then out um, out to Mullamore Head. Take a look at that. We're going to the scenery is magnificent as you drive around Donegal. You're going to love it. It'll be uh, overnight, two nights in Donegal. And then we leave Donegal and we head down to Mayo. And on the way, of course, we we'll drive through all the various towns and all, some of the, the beautiful scenery we're going to see the, along the way. Mullamore Head is one gorgeous, beautiful place. You're going to love it. Uh, we'll check into the Ballinao Manor Hotel where we were a couple a few years ago. And I took some great pictures from the balcony of my room at the Bellana Manor, at the River Moy, a fisherman standing in the river fishing for salmon. I, I don't know if you've seen that on my Facebook page, but it's there. We're going to be two nights at the Ballantyre Manor. We're going to s- stop up and visit Ballantubber Abbey, where uh, we might run into Michael Larkin. You never know. You know him, Colleen, Michael Larkin. We uh, Michael is, he knows everything about that area. Maybe I'll get him to come on the bus. I don't know, and have a chat with people, but he's a wonderful person. Also, we're going to stop and visit Sean's Bar in Athlone, which is um, one of... Um, it is supposedly, supposedly now the oldest bar in the world, not just in Ireland, in the world, Sean's Bar. And then from Bellinale, when we're finished in Bellinale, Mayo, we're going to go to Galway and we check into the Galmont Hotel in Galway. Now, I know this hotel well also. It was built um, not that many years ago. It's right close to downtown, maybe two minutes walk, from right from the center of the city. Uh, fabu- fabulous hotel. Uh, two nights in Galway, and we're going to travel all around Galway, take a ferry ride from Rossville to Inishmore. That's the islands. Of course, that is weather permitting, of course. And if you get to um, the um, Inishmore Island, Gaelic is, smoke, is spoken there. It's most, I think most of the, all of the people that live on the island speak Gaelic fluently. Visit the Cliffs of Moher. Uh, we're going to do that. And then, of course, the last night, we're going to go on to the Old Ground Hotel in Ennis, which is real close to uh, Shannon Airport. And Ennis, you know, is the music capital, probably the traditional music capital of Ireland. So you never know who we'll see there or what we'll see there. But it's going to be a great tour. I'd like you to get your deposit in as soon as you can, because we do believe there's going to be limits on the number of people that we can put on the bus. It's hard to imagine that that will be enforced by them, but it may not. It may change. We don't know. But um, we're just planning just in case they say there's only 30 people around on the bus. Normally, the last time we did this tour, we had uh, a bus, I think we had 50, 53 or 54 people. We won't have that again. I think it'll be around 30. So if you're planning on going uh, on a great trip to Ireland, make sure you give a call to Tim Vaughan. Tim's number is 216-210-0828, or you can email him at tvaughan, that's T-V-A-U-G-H-A-N, at SalemCleveland.com. Now, it's nine nights, two, uh, two nights in the in Belfast, two nights in Donegal, two nights in Belenay, two nights in uh, Galway, and one night in Ennis County, Clare. Uh, The number, once again, to call. He'll send you out this brochure, the one I'm reading from here, uh, at 216-210-0828, or email him at tvaughan at salemcleveland.com. You can call me any time. You can call the station here. Any or whoever answers the phone can give you the information on it also. Eight minutes past 11 o'clock here on The Irish Show on WHK. AM 1420. Marilyn Madigan is in the studio with me, and she's all set over here by microphone one, ready to go. Marilyn, how are you? Great to have you with us. Great to have you back with us. Get close to that microphone.
11: It's always great to be at the radio program.
3: Oh, it's it's been a
11: while since you were here.
3: What is it, Colleen? Oh, yeah, tell you, yeah, we need Mm -hmm. to get some, we need to do some live live Facebook. Now, I want you to get a nice picture of my shirt that I'm wearing. Tomas, Mm -hmm. Tomas, um, Walsh, Tomas, look at this picture of my shirt. Oh, and hit. that's his pop. That's right. <laughs> no, Looking no, good. No, none of my wrinkles. No, Only. No, no, on no, no. No wrinkles. And if you're
11: doing <laughs> something on Facebook, I'd like to give Jerry our commemorative coin for 125th anniversary.
3: Oh, oh thank oil. you, Accidents. Marilyn. Look at that. Isn't that lovely? Oh, my goodness. Solid gold.
11: It is. Look at Just that. Just like all of our hearts. Yes. All the ladies' hearts are full of gold. Huh?
3: Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. All right, JC. Are we still on Facebook Live? Yes, we are. We are. Now, you did get a picture of my shirt. I did. This is the most important pub in Bellinac. Well, of course, Tomas' brother, he has a pub and restaurant also there. I don't know what that's called. All we know is this one. But we're going to be there on our tour of Ireland. We had an incredible traditional music night there the last time we were there. Both nights. eh, We went on till the wee hours of the morning. It's wonderful. But Marilyn, uh, a couple weeks ago, we had the National President of the Ancient Order of Hibernians on the program. Very informative. He answered a lot of questions, and I had a lot of questions for him on the organization itself, questions that were asked by a lot of people. Um, Oh, sorry about that, (laughs) cutting. She's trying to take a picture, and I'm trying to grab the coin from her. Um, Talk to me about the um, ladies. Ancient Order of Hibernians. In this day and age, a lot of people would say, why is there a ladies and a men's division of the Hibernians? What would you say to that?
11: Well, I would say that we have two different focuses. Um, The women are very charitable. We are also interested in education. We're also interested in um, immigration, like the men are. Uh, This time, we have, for the past 125 years, one of our first major accomplishments was in 1902. We established a Trinity College um, scholarship. And that was- Trinity for, College? That was in Washington, D.C. It was for oh. Irish immigrant girls. Okay. We still have that scholarship available. It's for Hibernians, immigrants, those that are giving up their selves in the teaching and nursing predominantly. We also have a scholarship along with the men at the university of notre dame and speaking of notre dame i should have been in ireland right now because we sponsor the hibernian lecture with the cushwa center and it was supposed to be in ireland in conjunction with the navy game
9: All right.
11: and that is another highlight that we do both together that we we want to promote our irish history and our catholic heritage and the cushwa center fulfills that for both mm-hmm. um we also have started giving money to the keo naughton center at the University of Notre Dame and with our new I'm proud I want to go back a little bit of history a hundred years ago another Clevelander sat in the same position as national vice president and that was Adele Christie so I'm very honored a hundred years later to be in the same role as she is and those women in that period they were entering into the roaring 20s the women did not even have the right to vote yet but we had three leaders of the Hibertians speaking in front of Congress on the Irish question. And a hundred years later, we still want Irish unity. So we are focusing on that. We have a great leader, um, Dolores Desch, who is our Freedom for All Ireland chair. And she is committed to helping those in Northern Ireland as well as providing us with all the education of what we can do to help with Irish unity. We also back in the early part of the last century We're dealing with World War I. We had mass kits for the chaplains. We were helping our own members who had either husbands or sons in the war. So veterans is very important. This is the first time that we're gonna have a veterans chair, veterans and military, and it's Kathleen Norton-Doherty and she's outside of um, New York. She is a veteran herself. She wants to bring veterans issues to the forefront especially women's veterans issues. We also, for the first time going forward, we have a political education uh, committee and it's chaired by Gail DePolito. She is in Washington, D.C., who will also act as kind of our liaison when our national president, Karen Keene, cannot get to Washington for certain issues. Gail will be representing us. Again, we are a non-political organization, but it is very important that we educate our members on political issues that are directly related to Catholic social justice issues and Irish issues Mm -hmm. and Catholic issues.
3: Has there ever been any talk about the men and the women being together?
11: Uh, No, not to my knowledge. I've been a member for 41 years. Um, I would say And I can tell you at times, I'm like, why do we have two separate organizations? The longer you get involved, you see that there is a strong need see, to have two organizations. Do you mind if I
3: make an observation here? Yes, After ahead. listening to you and all that you guys do, the women do, I don't know why you'd want to bother joining up with those men anyway.
11: I would think that the men would want to join up with us. They
3: would. I can see that. So. You do a lot of things and a lot of work.
11: And you know what? A man can't join the Irish organization if he doesn't have an Irish mother because you get your heritage through your mother. Mm-hmm.
3: I thought that was just I mean the you, Jews. We, we choose Same thing through the the Irish. The father oh, is, that is. <laughs> <laughs> So, if
11: you have an Irish mother, you uh-huh, can be a member of uh, the Ancient Order uh, of Hibernians or the Ladies Ancient Order
3: uh, of Hibernians. Uh, uh, uh. It seems like you have a lot a lot of projects going on though, and you're very active in the, in the Right to Life movement too, right? Yes. Yeah, it's a but hi-
11: Right to Life is not just pro-life that we are anti-abortionist.
3: Yeah.
11: The women really focus on pro-life.
3: Mm-hmm.
11: We are so glad that people choose to have their babies. So we have or divisions across this country that have baby showers. Albany, New York's JFK Division One has probably one of the biggest baby showers going that they donate the different goods that a, a single mother would need to raise that child. That's wonderful. When we look at pro-life issues from conception to death, to natural death. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a single issue. Pro-life is a spectrum from birth to death.
3: Yeah, preserving life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you uh, the Cleveland division, the ladies division, is very active, isn't it? Yes, we are. We and have about
11: a hundred members. Uh But you do a, do a lot
3: for a hundred people. You do a lot of stuff.
11: Yes, and we're reaching out. There's a uh, group from the East Side Club that is interested in becoming members. And instead of having two divisions, we think it would be better to have one big division because one of our Part of our motto is friendship, unity, and Christian charity. We think if we are one big division in Cleveland, we're showing our friendship, we're being united, and together we can do a lot more Christian charity.
3: Mm -hmm. What about um, younger members? Uh, Is it difficult to get younger women to join?
11: Yes, it is, but I think we're no different than any other organization. It's hard
3: to get them to be a nun, also. Yeah. How many nuns do you know recently? I don't know any. I don't know anyone that has got anything nuns. I do have an aunt
11: who's ninety one who's a sister of Saint Joseph.
3: Yeah. And we know all know Sister Maureen Burke. Yes. And sister Kay O'Malley, I think. Right? You know, she was I th- think it's Kay, yeah. Yeah. But there are not many uh, going into uh, going to the nuns. But the um it seems to me like the ladies in of Hibernian are a little a little bit older, senior members
11: say we're middle age. Yeah, middle age. That's Anywhere what I mean. I have to, to be very diplomatic how we handle this. Yes. Yeah. But again, a lot of organizations, even our two main clubs, you have the younger members that come around for St. Patrick's Day, but the rest of the year they're not as active.
3: And part of the reason for that is that people are out making a living, they're raising families, and they don't have the time until they get into their middle
11: age. And that's we part. We do see that in my own division. We've had people that were very active in their 20s when they got married and had families. They were active with with, uh, the children activities that we provided. But then they dropped off for a while because their families were there and then they're coming back. So we're encouraged with that.
3: Now, when the convention was held this year, are you part of the the, uh, the National Hibernian's convention? Are you all together on that?
11: The men and women were supposed to meet in Orlando together. We have two separate organizations. And with this COVID, it was very um, unprecedented that we, we we needed to go to a virtual convention. As a nurse, I was worried about us going down to Florida as it was. Um, yeah. I, and being part of the leadership team, we wanted to make sure that all of our members felt safe. We wanted everyone to remain healthy. We did have some Presidents, we had two uh, state presidents that did get COVID and thank God that they both survived. Um, I was very instrumental along with our president, Carol Shire, who's from Ohio, Karen Keene, who's our new president, who is uh, from Albany, and um, Marianne Lubinsky to do a virtual convention. And I can thank the United Irish Societies of Cleveland because, you know, God puts people in your paths for a certain way. And at our parade line of march meeting, I met one of our new judges, Kathleen Colin from KC Media. We started talking, and she said what she was in, it, and she asked me about my organization. She said, if I can ever help you, please. Well, when we needed to go to a virtual, mm-hmm. there was nobody better but Kathleen Colon, and she helped the women immensely.
3: Is there a sound back on, Colleen?
11: No. I've,
3: um Joe, English, is saying there's no Joe sound. English says there's no sound uh let me do, Marilyn. we'll come back let's go co- let's go to um <coughs> some music here and we'll come right <coughs> back Facebook, here's um <laughs> here's patty Holman okay, and he's I going to sing right uh, bright blue <laughs> rose i think i all indications <coughs> are we're on maybe we better talk to our engineer and see what's going on but i think it's going out it says it's going out over there but maybe we're not maybe it's your microphone i don't know Let's see. In the meantime, here's Patty Holman. This was originally written as a hymn, and it became a very popular song. Mary Black was the first one, I think, to record. I think she was. But this Patty Holman, who lives in Chicago, did this wonderful version of "Bright Blue Rose." Listen to it.
2: I skim the cross black like water. One submerging unto The banks of an urban morning That hungers the first light Much, much more than the mountains ever do And she, like a ghost beside me Was down with ease of a dolphin, and emerges unlearned, unshamed, unharmed. For she is the perfect creature, natural in every feature and eye, and the geek with the alchemist soul. discover for all who seek to understand for having left the path of others you'll find a very special hand and it is a holy thing It is a precious time, and it is the only way. Forget me nuts among the snow, it's always been and so it goes, to ponder his death and his life eternal.
3: Cork, very active in Irish affairs in Chicago. If you go to the Galway Arms, Sunday night, Patty hosts the jam session there, and usually there's some fine musicians. Uh, my son Pat, I think he ho- hosts the jam session on Tuesday night at the Galway Arms, which is just on the in downtown. It's at the Lincoln Park area of downtown. I Chicago. thought
4: Patty Holman lived in uh, Willoughby with well the that's, that's Pat. Well, that's
3: Patty. That's P A T T Y. This one is called Patty. P-A-D-D-Y, uh, Oh, okay, the, all the, right. The D is male, the <laughs> T is female. Uh-huh. Okay. There is uh, a distinction,
4: Eddie. Oh, uh, well, you could have fooled me. Okay, I, the big shout-out going out to Fran Kelly and Donna Leary called that in.
3: Okay, yes, indeed, uh, Fran Kelly. Morning, Fran. Great to hear from you and hear from Donna loyal listener to this program. He used to refer to me whenever I met him out and about. He'd say, there you are, Dialer Broke. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> what do you mean by that? I, I see insinuating that I have some kind of an accent. I'll try to do my best Italian imbit, inv, uh, imitation whenever I can. Huh? Okay. Yeah, uh, left we're going gonna to come back to Maryland in just a minute, but I, wa- I wanted to um, uh, play this one. Um, by my good friends, uh, Bernie McCafferty and the Crack Brothers. Uh, They call themselves CB3 now. You familiar with them? Yeah, they, they used to be the Crack Brothers. But they wrote this song, and it's called Inish Free. I love this. Here they are. Uh, that was Bernie McCaffrey. They're now called CB3. They used to be called the Crack Brothers, uh, but now there's only three of them. And it's 1129 here on the Irish show on WHK. AM 1420, back to Marilyn Madigan. She is the national vice president of the ancient order of Hibernians res- uh, residing here in Cleveland. We have lots of people in the Hibernians as from Cleveland has held important positions, haven't we, between Cleveland and Akron, yes. right?
11: well, as I said 100 years ago, Adele Christie was our vice president and she was our national president in the early part of. 1920s now, do you know if any
3: of the Christies are still around, Cleveland? Not
11: that I'm aware
3: of. Well, I know Margaret. Y-
11: Margaret Lynch has been helping me try to find them.
3: I um, must tell you this: my son, my uh, my um, c- cousin Sean Quinn, is married to Carmen Christie, and her family have been in South Euclid, I think, for years and years. I would just wonder if she might be a related. She's Christie.
11: We'll have to check that out. In fact, last year. In honor of our 125th, our division went out and placed flowers on Adele Christie's grave. She's in Calvary Cemetery. Calvary,
3: huh? Oh, yeah.
11: And the next president, national, from the state of Ohio was Kathy Linton from Summit County.
3: That's Bridget Linton's mother. That's
11: Bridget Linton's mother. And uh, Kathy is still very active. She was our chair of our convention this year. And also, we had another Ohioan, uh, Carol Shire from Hamilton, which is outside of Cincinnati. She was our president during the anniversary year as well as the first virtual ever convention. Uh, I'm proud to say that I'm, I'm not the only one from uh, Cleveland area or from my own division that is serving on the national board. Two appointees are serving, and that's Maura Leffel and Mary Jo Rawlings. And I'm really proud to say that a good friend of mine that I've known probably since he was 10 is our national chaplain, Father Ryan Dunn's. His mother and his aunts are in our division, and Ryan is a professor of theology up at um, Marquette University. So we're really looking forward to having um, my fellow Clevelanders with me on the board. Um, During this virtual convention, there has been some positives. I mean, I think we all went to Zoom. We've had some meetings on Zoom. Um, We had our committee meetings, and we're getting to know each other around the country a little bit better than we might have even had to by, um, when you're in a big group, we would have to been social um, distancing. Later today, our national president, Karen Keene, is bringing all the state presidents together on a Zoom call so that we can unite in where we want to go for the future of our organization. Uh, we are going to have a big marketing campaign going. We're hoping to increase our membership here in Cleveland as, as well as throughout the United States. Uh, so look forward. I'll probably... Asked to come back in here, Jerry, to to talk a little bit more about that. Um, Also, I'm an amateur historian, and one of our crowning jewels that the ladies did, along with our scholarships at Trinity and at Notre Dame, we did the Nuns of the Battlefield Monument. It's across the street from St. Matthew's Cathedral. Again, we were recognizing women of our Catholic heritage the sister nuns during the Civil War who ministered to both the Union soldiers as well as the Confederates. And if you go to that monument, you see the 12 orders that were um, the sisters that participated. But there's nowhere there that you see that it was made by the ladies, Angel, or Fiberians. You have to go behind the monument to see that. To me, that is unacceptable, and we are in the process of getting a wayside marker. And it's already been approved by the Park Service we do have funding, and I do have a committee that is working on that. And, again, we have two more uh, Clevelanders, Maura Manning and Patricia Lavelle, that's on that committee. Wonderful. That's, at, uh, that's right across the street from St. Matthew's Cathedral Washington, and Washington, in Washington, D.C. Okay, thank
3: you. I'm like, in Washington.
11: Okay. And also on the Freedom for All Ireland committee, we do have a member from Division 510, Rita O'Hara, and on our political action, we also have a member, Patricia Lavelle, from Division 5 and 10. Mm-hmm. So, as you can see, our local division, we do a lot here in the city, but we're also active in our state and also active on the national level.
3: Great job, Marilyn. Thank Great, you, Great. Wonderful, wonderful. So, do come back whenever you, uh, whenever you need to uh, promote, whatever you need. Okay, thank you're, you. Jerry. You're always welcome here. Marilyn, I uh, understand the state convention will be coming to Cleveland.
11: Yeah, our state convention will be here in Cleveland at the DoubleTree in Westlake. Our chairs for that event is Ray McGann and Patricia Lavelle. What is that? And It'll be the weekend of June twenty fifth, twenty sixth, and twenty seventh.
3: With all your people, will be on the trip to Ireland with me.
11: <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be leaving your trip to come home back to because twenty
3: sixth. Right. We're coming back to twenty sixth. It's
11: alive in twenty one in Cleveland, so they want to be here. Oh. In fact, we have our national president. And uh, other members of the board are going to be coming to Cleveland because they love us people here at Cleveland.
3: <laughs> friendliest city in America, yes. right? It's, Why It's not? the heart of it all, Jerry. That's right. That's right. Uh, there's been lots of great songs written about Atoll Island, but this is this is one of my favorite. Actually, the Mary Ploughboys have a great one, but James um, James Kilbane sings this one, "My Atoll Island." Here it is. It's lovely. And this is from that album I referred to a while ago, the Irish song, James Gilbane's Songs of Ireland. Oh, the sun was sinking
10: in the west along old Eccleshore. As I walked along the golden strand at the foot of Old Sleeve Moor, fond memories come flooding back OF DAYS OF LONG AGO IN MY LOVELY AQUA
9: ISLAND
10: THE BEAUTY OF MAYO JUST CROSS THE BRIDGE AT AQUA SOUND AND THE SCENES ARE THERE TO SEE THE FRIENDLY FOLK ALONG THE ROUTE Way back from Tonrahee, the winding road to Cashel, and where Ted's is the place to go, in my lovely Agle Island, the beauty of Mayo, the mid-on cliffs look old its waters clear and blue Then make your way up to Kim Bay And its lovely victorious view The mountains, streams and valleys Near to Uyghur village also In my love
3: James Kilbane and Ackle Island here on The Irish Show on WHK. You can call Eddie at 2169 010945. We'd love to hear from you. And Colleen at Quinn, Irish Radio at yahoo.com. Now, this from O'Neill Healthcare.
8: When locating the right care for your elderly mom or dad, look no further. O'Neill Healthcare has been providing outstanding elder care in Cleveland's West Side for more than 50 years. Whether needing assisted living, memory support, independent living, skilled nursing, hospice care, dialysis, or rehabilitative therapies, we are here for you. Our team of physicians, nurses, and therapists deliver personalized care with compassion and quality at the forefront. You have peace of mind knowing they are with extraordinary people who provide exceptional care. O'Neill Healthcare is always improving the care of older adults and is the trusted choice for your loved ones. For more information about O'Neill Healthcare or to schedule a tour at one of our five facilities, please contact us at 440-808-5500 or visit us online at o'neillhc.com. Improve your golf game with golf tech. Take the next step to a better game with equipment and custom fitting with the latest technology. Golf tech has six area locations. Your golf game goes further with golf tech. Visit one of Northeast Ohio's golf tech locations or go to golftech.com. Golf tech proven path to proven
1: results. Hi, I'm Mike Joyce from Joyce Buick GMC. Inviting you to visit our dealership for a new Buick or GMC. Joyce has a great selection of new Buicks and GMCs in stock, and we're offering you the best in pricing and customer care. Come see why Buick is the fastest growing car manufacturer in the U.S. Joyce Buick GMC, serving you for over 45 years.
3: That's right, folks. There's no better place to buy a new or a used car than Joyce Buick GMC. So make sure you get to Joyce Buick. Mike and Kevin Joyce, there on the premises just about every day. So um, get and see the Mike, Kevin, and Sean Joyce, the newest edition now. They have the Envision and the Enclave and the Regals. Also the Terrain, Acadia, Sierra, and the Yukons. Great bargain prices, great offer, great offers on leases also, and financing. All at Joyce Buick GMC, longtime advertisers here, supporters of this radio program. You can see the complete selection at drivejoyce.com, or you can call them at 440-934-6600, located at 380-39 Chester Road, right off I-90 in Avon, Ohio. It is now eleven we're coming down near at the end of the program colleen is nudging me here she's got to probably tell us all about pj mcintyres that's right
6: pj mcintyres are good friends at cam's corner but today sunday august 30th from 1 to 2 30 is their open house learn about the brady campbell school of irish dance as they continue to grow into their 12th season and the location is 17119 lorraine avenue pj mcintyres irish pub you can check out the west park studio learn about the great tradition and the uh, meet the teachers and we're excited to teach uh, your children Irish step dancing. Patrick and Rebecca will be there today. And when you're at PJ McIntyre's grab a delicious lunch. They have wonderful healthy salads and sandwiches as well as the all day Irish breakfast. Ooh, that is the best. That's right. And don't Literally. forget about the Bridgie Ned's Irish party parlor room that you could have a party or celebration. I know a lot of those confirmations and first communions were put off uh, or also a birthday party, it's a great place. Um, to have a party as well. So they will be following all of the social distancing guidelines, but uh, Pat and Rebecca will be there along with their teachers. So 1 to 2.30, learn about Brady Campbell School. Uh, wanted to also, Westside Irish American Club, you know, on Fridays they are having their pub grub and delicious um, foods. This Friday is strip steak with baked potato, sweet corn, roll and butter, and the sweet corn is Ohio delicious fresh corn right now. And the annual clam, ba- clam bake or steak roast will be Sunday, September twenty-seventh so this is the last Sunday in August everyone it's September coming up next weekend's Labor Day so but for the clam bake or the steak dinner please call Kathleen Chambers at 440-427-0858 they want to have the reservations in by September 10th at the East Side Club the East Side Club will be having a fish fry September 18th and 25th so that's great if you missed some fish fries back during the covid in march (laughs) and april before easter so would love to have a great lenten fish fry so there and then uh they're using the word lenten fish fry september 18th and 25th so just going with it and then also they're having the annual club picnic on september 20th from 12 to 5 they're going to have children's games live music 50 50 and basket raffle raffles so that's going to be a lot of fun
4: go ahead okay uh David McLaughlin called in, wanted to congratulate you on being elected Vice President of Ladies AOH.
3: No,
6: all
3: right. Um, Marilyn, I know you skipped over it there just a minute. You said you were a retired nurse and I know you spent a long time as a nurse and uh, the community should thank you because anybody that goes on and becomes a nurse or a doctor in this day and age especially, they should be complimented greatly for it. It's It's a difficult job. And uh, it's really the health of our nation is so important. And you guys, you preserve that.
11: Thank you very much, Jerry. And I did work with a wonderful group of women at University Hospital of Cleveland. There's way too many to thank personally. But we know how strong families are. And I just want, as an individual who uh, knows the three families we talked about, I'd like to express my own condolences as well as the ladies to the car the Chambers and the Kilbane families yes. on, the, on their losses. Yes. Um, it's very important to us that we take care of one another. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted one, one thing I need to say with the Hibernians is in 1935, Bishop Galvin approached us to adopt a charity and that charity was the Columban Fathers. And about 15 years ago, we had also adopted the sisters, the Columban sisters. So that is our primary mission is the Clement Fathers and Sisters. And they are an Irish order, and they have mission throughout the world to do evangelization. And that is what the Hibernians are all about. Is, It's different than Irish organizations because you do have to be Catholic in order to join. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that will never change. And that's what makes us different, and that's what makes us special. We also um, are very strong in promoting our Irish history. We will have a history contest starting September 1st. And I'll get. I will probably be writing about it for the Ohio Irish News with more details. But we are focusing on the Anglo Irish, um, the war, the Civil War. So, um, and we also participate in Irish, uh, Irish and Irish American Ward with the the men, and we participate in National History Day, and we are showing our history is important to many uh, students throughout the United States.
3: Okay, Uh, you're also a charitable organization. We have a 501c3. Yeah, which is very important. If anyone would like to donate to many of the causes that you do support, they can do so, and it is a tax deduction.
11: And we do give to SOAR, which is Save Our Ancient Religious, and we also participate with the men with Project St. Patrick to help with the religious formation of both the seminarians as brothers and sisters in religious formation as well. We also uh, do an appeals for aid that anyone throughout our country, uh, one of the divisions will nominate certain uh, groups to, uh, that might need help. Like when my parish reopened, I submitted St. Pat's West Park, and they gave us some funding to help us get started. And I know we've given to uh, Diocese of Indianapolis to help with birthright. We've also given uh, to divisions to help with uh, staffing, and supplying hunger centers. So, we do look out for everyone. I know you do. And
3: uh, uh, the next tour you have of the pubs of Cleveland, I want to go on it. Oh, it because will be. Because that's what the next song is called. Is this gonna be
11: Pat, Ma- Pat Crone's? I gotta yes. put in a plug because I saw the video of Pat McCrone's open, open our pubs now, and you're seeing all the pubs through yeah. through Ireland. You recognize a lot, and then all of a sudden, I see one of my favorites. The public house. And then a little bit later, I see another one of my favorites, P.J. McIntyre's. And they always help support the Hibernians Uh, here in Cleveland, along with the pride of Aaron, who unfortunately through this has not been open, but they are opening September 8th. So please go out and help those that help the Irish in Cleveland.
3: Well, this song is about the pubs in Dublin. It's called the Pub Song Medley. Eddie has been in every one of these pubs in Dublin. Uh, So we're going to have him write a song about the pubs of Cleveland. Meanwhile, here's the Dublin City Ramblers. Marilyn, if Jerry joins your tour, he's going to be a driver. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm a teetotaler. I, I go to the pubs, but I don't consume...
5: City Hall in New York Beat an elegant craft She was rigged for enough And how the trade Went drove her She had 23 masts She stood several blasts And they call her the Irish Rover In the days I went to court I was never tired resorting to a nail house, or a playhouse, or Manny's the house beside I told me brother Seamus, I'd be and and famous And before I return again, I'd roam the world wide So goodbye Mershing Durkin, I'm sick and tired of working No more I'll dig the Brady's, no longer I'll be full As sure as my name is Carney, i would be off to California And instead of digging Brady's, I'll be digging lots of gold The Cork and Kerry Mountains. I met with Captain Farrell, and his money he was counting. I first produced my pistol, I then produced my raper, Say, stand and deliver. For you are about to save her, Machine. Sure. I, did diddly, lum, diddly, oodl, lum, diddly, oodl, I diddly idle, um, diddly, oodle diddle, um, diddly, right, diddly, I day. I did diddly, idle, um, diddly, oodle diddle, um, diddly, you right, diddly, day. And let grasses grow and waters flow in a free and easy way. But give me enough of the rare old stuff that's made near Galway Bay. Come couches all from Donegal, slide one needs em too two. And we give them a slip and we take a sip of the rare old mountain dew. I did diddly, idle, um, diddly, oodle diddle, um, diddly, right, diddly, I day. I did diddly, idle, um, diddly, Skiddly eight and die, did it late and do and date, skiddly eight and die, hope and date and duke and date, skiddly eight and dad, did it and date and deep and date skiddly eight and die. I am a little beggar, man, a beggar I've been, but she scored a morning in the light of mean. I know him mother liffy tells kill a killer loo. I know my name about Johnny too. I've all played scoring how she begged the best. But when a man is tired, he can sit down and, and rest. Make for his living, he has nothing else to do. Only he's super down the corner, but the several rigorous the do Says my L1 to your L1, will you come to the Waxy's dargle? Says your L1 to my L1, I have not got farting? I will the to month tell to see young kindergarten. give me a half for to go to the waxy What do you have? Will you have a fight? half a with you, sir. 20, it doesn't order, so it we'll be torn out of the booze, Tell me ma, when I go home, the boys won't leave the girls alone. They pull me hair and story me comb, but that's all right till I go home. She's handsome, she's pretty, she's the belle of Belfast City. She's a girl, one, two, three, please come to tell me who is she. well, my lovely dine, a thousand times adieu, for we're going away from the holy ground, and the girls we all love too, we will sail the salt sea.
3: they are the Dublin City Ramblers used to be a favorite here in Cleveland many years ago they used to get in fact their first appearance I think was at the Colonial Boy way back when Sean Moore brought them there and that goes back a lot of years that goes back into the 60s I believe we're winding down the program thank you Marilyn uh, Marilyn uh, Madigan for coming in I didn't I don't know if to mention Madigan's Pub there but Madigan's Pub used to be one of the most famous pubs yeah, in there's Dub- a lot was of a Madigan's pub pubs in Dublin That's right. it's a chain I, one, there, I try one time, to hit more You than know, one. at one time, Madigan's pub chain was worth 50 million pounds.
11: Well, I better reach them then. Uh, the
3: guess. pub business <laughs> has changed an awful lot. Those were the days, the old days. Anyway, bringing us up to the top of the hour right now, here is uh, a little bit of um, some reels from the Merry Ploughboys, who will be coming to town, by the way, for the Sin Malachy Benefit, I think the end of January, so watch for them. Well, folks, it's that time again. we got to make way for Kelly and Company coming up at the top of the hour. Tom's going to be with you until 2 o'clock today, so make sure you stay tuned to Kelly and Company. Our program has been brought, is brought to you by Chambers Funeral Homes, Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant of Valley City, Ohio, Golf Tech, Joyce Buick GMC, O'Neill Healthcare, P.J. McIntyre's Irish Pub and Restaurant, Terry Coyne of Newmark Fright Knight and Frank, and the Western Reserve Insurance Group. All of these good folks bring you the Irish show this morning on WHK AM 1420. Back again next Sunday morning, right here on WHK in Independence, Ohio, and also on the Internet at whkradio.com. I leave you with the immortal words of John Locke when he wrote, Oh, Ireland, isn't it grand you look like a bride in a rich adorning? And with all the pent-up love in my heart, I bid you the top of the morning. I'm Jerry Quinn. Good day.
1: seating program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group.
6: It's important to plan ahead, so why wait until there's an immediate need for care for your parents or your loved ones when they could start enjoying the social life, resort-like amenities, freedom, and attention that comes with living in a great community like the Atrium of Aurora. I'm here with Administrator Nathan. Hey, Nathan, tell us about the Atrium of Aurora.
5: Hey, Sarah. The Atrium of Aurora is a Mere senior living community, and we pride ourselves on over 20,000 square feet of common space that allows our residents the opportunity to spread out and still enjoy life on a day-to-day basis. We have a, an indoor pool, lots of activities, restaurant-style dining. It's just a nice place to call home.
6: I also hear you're offering some great move-in specials.
5: We are for the month of July and.
9: In-